Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, inside the 9 o'clock hour, joining me right now, Captain Midnight, the schmoozer, the legendary Steve Summers, back on the fan. Hi, Keith, and thank you once again for having me on. (laughs) Hey, it's been a minute. Good to talk to you. I, uh, you know, was saying that you went away, so I want to hear about your trip when you went away late in the summer I think it was August. I tried to have you on. Yeah. And uh, you, you were gone, but how was that? And uh, Yeah, it, it worked out okay and had pizza in Naples where uh, they invented pizza. And one thing I noticed, they do not slice the pie. You, uh, you get the whole pie and have to cut it uh, yourself. And no place in Naples could you get just a slice. You had to get the whole pie, and again, the whole pie wasn't going to be cut up so you could take a piece at a time. Interesting. They should open a Taste of Naples pizza spot in New York because here it's all sliced and uh, pies and cut up. Interesting. Yeah. I uh, There is a place on Orchard Street, uh, Una Napolitana uh, Pizzeria, and I believe it's 175 Orchard, I'm giving them a plug because uh, they don't cut uh, the the pie, and that's the only place in New York. I mean, uh, there's so many great places from John's and uh, Lombardi's and Totone's and, uh, and just so many terrific pizza places. But uh, that's the only place, one on Orchard Street, that Robin and I went to uh, right after our trip. But our trip was good. We flew to Barcelona and then sailed uh, the Western Mediterranean through France and Italy. So it was uh, an experience, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I can only imagine. I'm sure it was uh, uh, a trip of a lifetime. I don't know if I'll be able to pull off anything like that, but I am planning on going overseas around uh, Thanksgiving break. I think I'm going to go to London oh, and uh, Amsterdam. That's That's where I'm eyeing, and I think my wife has that locked yeah, up. It, wherever you go, and I, I've been to London, that's the only other time that... I went overseas. There's nothing like New York. By the way, I wanted to mention, you are gathering new listeners all the time. I went the other day to the Memorial Mass at uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral for a former uh, WFAN-er, Bernard McGurk, who uh, Bernard was the producer uh, for Imus in the Morning, for all the years that Imus was on WFAN, and Bernie was also working uh, at, uh, at WABC Radio and passed away because of prostate cancer, uh, is something that he didn't follow up on. So I think the message for a guy, uh, just about to any guy, any over the age of 40 and certainly older than that, needs to be examined because... It can be taken care of, and it can be uh, eliminated, as it was in my case. I never mentioned it when I was on the air uh, at WFAN that I had it, uh, prostate cancer, because, first of all, people have their own problems, and number two, it would have brought down the program. Either people would have called and, and said, we hope you get better, 
and it would have been kind of sad. And people, when they hear that somebody may have cancer, uh, right away they, um, you know, start talking to you in a different way. So the bottom line is everything with me health-wise is clean and pure. The cancer is gone because they had uh, gotten it with me. Um, at the early uh, early stage of it from a, a regular physical. But the important thing, and maybe the best thing I'm going to say tonight with you, is for older men, and, uh, you know, I mean, when you get a physical and a checkup and so forth and so on, it can be uh, detected through a simple blood test. So uh, it's important for people to get examined, I think, that, as I say, might be the most important thing I'll say to you tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure you're familiar with our friend Ed Randall. Ed Randall, um, I ran into at Bernie Williams Charity Softball event, and um, he does a lot with prostate cancer and checks. And uh, that was, I think, in maybe August. And then in September, they were doing a, a check at Yankee Stadium. I had Ed come on my show. Oh, good. And, um, you know, kind of give people a heads up. Hey, if you're coming out to the game this Saturday or Sunday, we'll be in Section 200, uh, whatever it was. And he thanked me after I saw him um, afterwards. He said he got over 200 people, and, and a lot of people came up and said that they heard about it at uh, they heard about it through WFAN. Sure. And uh, I, I felt good about that because, you know. and And I sat next to Ed at the Memorial Mass uh, the other day. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was on his podcast uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, with uh, a former Yankee PR guy. Um, and uh, and uh, it was, uh, you know, nice to see Ed again. Um, he was the only uh, person that I recognized from... Um, 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 uh, from WFAN, who had worked at WFAN, and of course uh, Ed Randall talking baseball, as we did on his podcast yesterday. You want to hear something ironic, because I'm, uh, I'm not radical, and I'm not left, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit left of center, um, uh, but uh, somebody walked up to me at the uh, memorial mass for McGurk and wanted to have his picture taken with me, and how ironic that it would be Rudy Giuliani. Wow. I mean, I wasn't thinking you were going to say that. Interesting. Uh, I had a long conversation with his son, who was a big fan of the radio station and uh, so forth and so on. So, But uh, that, uh, to me, is uh, the epitome of irony, me and, uh, and Giuliani, and he wanting to have his picture taken with me. <laughs> he was a fan, a fan of your work on the fan, and saw you and had and to well, take the, the opportunity. Well, the whole point of even bringing this up, Keith, was a lot of people mentioned you. All, just about everybody that had walked up to me, you know, uh, uh, mentioned your name. So you're gathering listeners all the time. I want you to know that. Uh, I'm sure half of them were like, we wish you were still in that time slot. We don't know about that Keith guy yet. You were better. <laughs> no, there were people that did say uh, that they missed me, and, and there were people that remembered certain things that I did, the fearless forecaster being one of them, and mm-hmm. uh, the monologues that I did. And Oh, no, it, it was very, very nice and very, very kind of a lot of people. But uh, with that, it wasn't left alone there and saying, no, 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 I'm not listening to Keith. They are listening uh, to you in your time slot. And that's why I bring up the, the fact that I was even at the Mass, uh, not only because of uh, any cancer prevention that uh, somebody could uh, go through, but also because uh, all of these people, and they had about 2,500 people there, and an awful lot, I'm surprised I was even recognized, uh, to be honest with you. People can sometimes at a bank or a supermarket at checkout, recognize my voice, and that still happens uh, since it's been uh, since last November already, almost a year uh, since I have not been at the radio station. So, But no, all of these, I bring it up, and I wouldn't make this up at all. A lot of people brought your name up, and you are gathering listeners all the time. Well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm just trying to carry the torch. You know, you and I will forever be... Linked and yeah, it's coming up on almost a year since the you know New York Post came out and had our pictures next to each other and 
as soon as they put out there Keith McPherson to replace Steve Summers, I was like, slow down. That is not it. I can't replace a legend. And people immediately were saying, oh, well, how are you going to fill Steve's shoes? And I'm like, I can't. I'm not. I can't well, be well, Steve. first of all, yeah, and you don't want to wear my shoes. It's the same pair of shoes I wear every single day. <laughs> but uh, the, like 40 pairs of shoes. And they have holes in them and, like, my socks, the whole thing. But no, no, no. First of all, uh, all of us are, I mean, this is what I believe. Uh, all of us are, are replaceable. I'm glad that people remember. I'm glad that uh, that some people uh, were listening when I was there. And, uh, and no, 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 I mean, it's all right. You know, the business in New York and everything, as you know, Keith, is so uh, uh, on occasion overblown. You know, legend and icon and uh, all of that kind of stuff. And I would like to think uh, that uh, when it was working, it was terrific, and there were nights when it didn't work. And I think uh, I'm being very honest with myself, and I think, you know, uh, put to the test, I think uh, the people that did listen to me would know when I was on my game and when I wasn't. Interesting. Uh, I Like, I hope to just be on my game all the time when I come in. It's tough, though. I've learned a lot in this year. It's funny you mentioned people recognizing your voice. I've had people recognize my voice, and I didn't even think about how powerful that is. Like, when you're on the radio, they can't see you, but they hear you. And now some people are listening in, in the app and in their headphones. And there's been a couple times that I've spoken, whether it's in Yankee Stadium or at an event or even in a random place in New York, and someone's been like, I recognize that voice. Are you Keith McPherson? I'm like, I am, and that's that's kind of crazy, and I'm sure you've gotten that a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, sure. Well, over the years, I mean, after 34 years, you know, even if people didn't like you, uh, they were certainly going to recognize your voice. But uh, no, 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 sure, yeah, and I still get it, uh, to be honest with you, which is very flattering and very kind, because it's usually out of sight and out of uh, ear uh, shot, um, you know, out of mind. So... Uh, but no, uh, yeah, it happens, and and I think I think because of leaving the radio station, there was so much publicity, uh, and with my picture in the paper, and uh, with uh, uh, acknowledgement of uh, in the Post and the Daily News and Internet, Tuesday. social media, yeah, and social media for sure. The night that I uh, and Paulie was working with me, Paulie Rosenberg was on the other side of the glass. He uh, remembers the night uh, that I first mentioned that I wouldn't be at the station come late November of last year, and he was telling me that uh, uh, the twi- uh, the you know from Twitter and uh, the social media platforms there was all kinds of of, uh, of acknowledgement of, with what I had to say. So, uh, the, which surprised me. But uh, the bottom line is that, uh, no, you're doing well, and you're, as I say, gathering listeners, and you have something to say. And your attitude about not being a know-it-all is really uh, 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 going to help, I think, uh, any young person, any old person, too, you know, because there's a lot more we don't know than do. And researching and learning from other people and the callers that you have, you can learn from them. I learn from everyone. So the, and that continues to this day, and that'll always continue. And showing respect for those who have a different opinion than you do, which is rare these days, yeah. unfortunately, when people get really, really upset and violent if you differ with them regarding an opinion, no matter <laughs> what it's an opinion about. Yep. It, it used to be that you could uh, have a decent argument, debate, uh, discussion, conversation with people that had different ideas and opinions than you do, and you could uh, walk away shaking hands with sure. friends. Agree to disagree, critical discourse. We can have a back and forth without anyone taking it personal or taking shots. That's a good way to segue into sports because I have not shied away from the fact that I'm a Yankees fan. I can't pretend to be a Mets fan. And I know there's Mets fans listening that they're like a few nights this past year wishing it was Steve Summers on late at night and not Keith because I'm a Yankee guy. And I said that coming in the same way I said I don't know everything. Uh, I've got a lot to learn in radio, in sports. Uh, I've taken on NHL some, trying to learn some hockey. And I I don't, you know, talk like a know-it-all. And 
you know, I've had some back and forth with Mets fans this year, and it was an interesting season for the Mets and an interesting end, and I made sure to kind of, uh, you know, give it to the Mets fans with the way that their season ended. But we haven't heard from you about, you know, that wild card series only winning one game and the Padres being able to beat the Mets in City Field and a magical 101-win season uh, ending short of a World Series, ending short of even a division series. Well, you could uh, poke fun uh, and, of course, remind Metropolitan fans about how they were eliminated after winning 101 games. Uh, but uh, let's not forget the Yankees being thoroughly embarrassed. <laughs> I know. Uh, by, it's just by as bad. <laughs> and 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 and, and Maybe worse. you know and see what what gets me about uh, the Yankees. We'll get back to the Mets for sure. Listen, uh, terribly disappointed about what happened and the expectation. But with the Mets, I mean, they lost to Chicago, they lost to Miami, they lost to Washington. Those three games they lost to Atlanta. I mean, all of that was just uh, the you know a precursor with what was going to be happening to them. And uh, so they need to make sure that they bring back some people and then add some people. And the same thing with the New York Yankees, who were embarrassed once again. And embarrassed is a fair word to use. They were. They couldn't win a single game. And in the final game four, and I've always been suspicious of uh, Nestor Cortez, and of course, he gives up that three-run home run after giving a three-to-nothing lead to, uh, to Pena. Just uh, they lose Correa, uh, does Houston, and they pick up Pena. Uh, just a terrific player, both defensively and offensively. And right away, we're hearing about Cortez having what was it—a groin problem? Yeah, uh, Nestor's my guy, but this groin thing. Firm. I just I didn't I didn't really believe the groin thing when he went on the IL. I thought it was a innings limit IL stint. Yeah. I felt like you know he was a guy that never pitched this month this much. So that month uh, that they put him on, I think August before we got late into the season, I'm like a groin. Where'd the groin injury yeah, come the from? The groin was in his left arm, and uh, so <laughs> the bottom line is he gave up that three run home run, and next thing you know, he's got to come out of the game. And Boone kind of admitted after that uh, he had been playing all year long. Listen, you know, come October after a long regular season and the long playoffs, you know, I mean, you're going to feel some aches and pains no matter the shape that you're going to be in. It's just the nature of the game and the length of the game and the length of your season. So the bottom line is, yeah, I didn't buy any of that. Uh, the Yankees uh, have to be uh, countable and responsible and honest. And one thing you got to do is get rid of Hicks and get rid of Donaldson. Amen. And uh, make sure that Aaron Judge, I don't see Aaron Judge going anywhere. Not to San Francisco, not what? to Boston, not to... I wanted to ask you about that. Not to your San Francisco Giants or your New York Mets. Neither one. Those are two top destinations outside of being a Yankee fan. Well, he's not going to go to the Mets, and uh, but... He's the face of the Yankees, and he's a popular guy. He's the leader of the team. Arguably, he's going to be the next captain of the team. Right. Uh, he's going to be MVP. Uh, he ought to go into Hal Steinbrenner's office and say, Hello, partner. I think it was either uh, Mantle or DiMaggio who came up with the line that, uh, you know, that uh, they were so good at what they were doing. Uh, that they could become a part owner of the team, but I can't see him. I would, I, I wouldn't be shocked because uh, nothing shocks me anymore. But I'll tell you this: I would be very surprised if he left the Yankees. He's popular. Uh, he can handle New York. Uh, they'll pay him a lot of money, whether Steinbrenner uh, exceeds the uh, luxury tax, or he's going to have to do that. Uh, he's going to have to carry uh, Donaldson, but uh, try to eat some of that money and get rid of him. He's a strikeout waiting to happen. He can't come around on fastballs anymore. Uh, Aaron Hicks you don't need. You know, with some of the young guys that you have, uh, the young catcher looked like he uh, would be your number one guy next year. I mean, uh, Cabrera, Peraza. Uh, I don't know about Volpe, uh, whether he got, he may get the opportunity. 
uh, to be the shortstop, I guess, Keith, next year. But uh, some of the young players they have, certainly that we saw, uh, show potential. And, uh, you know, and what the Yankees need to do is stop striking out. It's either the home run or the strikeout, and then you got to get some contact hitters and uh and uh, and go from there you yeah. got to you got to produce with runners in scoring position and if the home run isn't going to happen the Yankees are in trouble yeah they they miss their contact hitters in DJ LeMayu and Andrew yeah. Benintendi but uh no excuses you know they had plenty of guys that had experience in October that came up small judge didn't have the best October after chasing 62 yeah. and you know I'm glad he got 62 but I had to show the night that he actually broke 62 i was like if they rest him it was it was a doubleheader and he ended up breaking 62 in the second game of the doubleheader and i said yeah. if they rest him in in the second game of this doubleheader and he comes up short of 62 i don't care because we got to worry about october october's around the corner this guy's going to be affected yeah he might have uh you know just uh you know all the pressure whether he admits to it or not i mean every single day you know, everybody was standing up and, uh, yep. you know, at, at the stadium. And then, of course, on the road, you were getting, uh, and the Yankees would get good crowds on the road anyway. But everyone was just waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm sure that he was pressing a little bit towards the end. He finally got the record. And then, you know, then there's got to be emotionally, you would like to think, a little bit of a letdown. And we might have seen that. Uh, with the Yankees and uh, and Houston, and listen, they had to go five games against uh, the Guardians. <laughs> right, they were down two one to the Guardians. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Steve, like there's a you know there's a part of you that is a fan, there's a part of you that is a host, and you know we watched the Yankees slump. I watched the Yankees look terrible this summer, and the dog days of summer. I came on here and said, if you can be that bad. I don't know if you can be that good when I need you to be good in October, yeah. but I'd never wanted to come on here and be a negative Nancy, a Debbie Downer, you know, all the names of the pessimistic fans that, uh, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with in, in the Mets community. Sure. <laughs> There's a ton of them that just want to be right about the team failing. They just want to see the team fail. So I always try to be positive, glass half full, and say, Well, you know, every yeah, I, I, I totally understand. But everyone knows you're a fan. It's being honest. And if they stink, they stink. <laughs> and then you have to point that out because you're not going to fool uh, any baseball uh, uh, fan from New York City. Right. Whether it's a Yankee fan, whether it's a Metropolitan fan, you're not going to uh, fool them. So you want to be honest. If they stink, they stink, and that's the end of it. With the Metropolitans, what, what's important is that they try to bring back uh, DeGrom. I think he would like to come back. Um, I, 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 but I know he's going to test the market. He's made that clear. And they have to bring back and sign two other free agents that are so important to what success they have had and what success they want to have. And that is Nimmo, and that is also Diaz. I never would have thought a couple of years ago that I ever would have said you got to bring back <laughs> Diaz. Uh, but uh, the Mets need to do that need to bring back Nemo and need to get themselves another bat because outside of Alonzo and Lindor, uh, you didn't get a lot of uh, consistency from offense. And and there were times, as you know, with the Yankees, uh, that the Metropolitan offense just plain disappeared. What about DeGrom? Yeah, no, I'm saying that, DeGrom, for sure. Oh, okay. Uh, you, oh, no, you want to bring him back. Uh, I, I've, there's an outside chance. Somebody could blow him away, but I think I think uh, he wants to be a Metropolitan. Certainly the fan base wants him to stay a Metropolitan, and I think that is going to happen. Uh, uh, listen, Steve Cohen has the money. We're not with the Will Ponzi's anymore, so I think they could satisfy DeGrom, and I think he'd like to remain in New York because, as you know, as we all know, if you play baseball in New York, you are playing in the city where it matters the most. Right. Hey, Steve, can you stay with us? Can we break, get some callers to come in and yeah. ask you some questions? Sure. Right, cool. 877-337-6666. Steve is going to stay with us maybe for the next 20 minutes after we break. Call up now. You can ask some questions. We'll take this break, and we'll be right back. Call from Mom. 
Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Be the bull. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. And we're back. Friday night on the fan. Keith McPherson checking in. A five-hour KM to AM. And right now on the line, still with us, is Steve Summers. Steve, before we go to the callers... I had to ask you about your New York football Giants. What what a difference a year makes, right? I, I know you were talking about Joe Judge and uh, where the Giants were last year under that regime. Completely different now. Well, um, yeah, although I root for the Jets. Uh, the, uh, the Giants I've always shown uh, a great deal of respect for. And uh, well, what a surprise the kind of start uh, that the New York football Giants have had. Um, and Daniel Jones uh, obviously is a lot more effective with his legs than he is with his right arm. And uh, and seeing Barkley healthy and you know he's good for one highlight real play at least one uh, so far in every game. Now the Giants have a tough tough uh, tough game coming up because cross country they have to go and play in Seattle. And what a shock! Uh, about Geno Smith, who was absolutely awful, you know, when he was here in New York. So, but the Giants are off to a great start. Uh, you know, obviously they have to worry about America's team, and they have to worry <laughs> about the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, the Commanders every now and then can come up and and surprise you. So, it's a tough, tough division that the Giants are in, but they're off uh, to the very, very good start. And the Jets also maybe more of a uh, of a surprise because both of these teams were not expected to do well. I'm not sure about Zach Wilson. You know, the Jets have become a running team and a defensive-minded team, and uh, and uh, you, f- you finally get to see Salah on the sidelines smiling, but they lose their running back, and uh, this guy. Uh, I mean, he's the real deal, and they're going to lose him for the rest of the season. But they have some young players, some young rookies, 
you know, who are coming through, and it shows in their style of play. They actually look, do the Jets, like an NFL team. Yeah, and uh, you root for the Jets, but you like to root for the Giants to beat America's team, the Cowboys. Oh, sure, and, and uh, that's why people think that I might have been a Giants fan. Anyone <laughs> uh, to beat Dallas, uh, that is, uh, to me... I mean, I hate that team and with the America's team and Jerry Jones and and uh, all of that. And uh, the fact that they walk around and allow people to refer to them, even in Texas, as America's team, it, it, to me, it, the Giants actually are could be more of America's team. They have a longer history, a longer tradition. And uh, around since the 1920s, uh, not uh, so much with... Uh, the uh, former Dallas uh, Texans uh, that had Eddie LeBaron, who was 5'6", as uh, their quarterback. Uh, but the bottom line is uh, that, uh, no, that's why probably. But I, I never, you know, I mean, obviously if the Giants were losing, I wasn't losing any sleep over it. But I certainly wasn't against them winning. So the bottom line is uh, that they're off to a good start. You got to be happy for Giants fans, and then of course the Jets. I mean, just amazing, and they have lost to New England. Of course, you know they're playing the Patriots. They've lost to New England. I think it is twenty out of the last twenty-two meetings that these two teams have gotten together. And Mac Jones is going to start for the Patriots. How about Belichick last week, where he benched uh, Jones uh, for the unknown? And the unknown actually had a series or two uh, that was very, very good for the Patriots. And then uh, now Jones is going to start again. And Belichick was saying, well, that's my plan. My plan was to have both of them uh, available to play. That's one way of avoiding saying Jones was not looking very good. He may not have been 100% healthy. And I benched him for the rest of the game because he just wasn't producing. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, Belichick. And Belichick hates the Jets, but the Jets could beat him and should beat him. They're a better team this time around. Absolutely. Whether it's Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi, the Jets are at home. The Jets are looking for revenge, and that defense is for real this year. I think they could stop either quarterback. It doesn't matter who's under center. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Well, let's go to the phones. Uh, 877-337-6666. Let's see how many calls we can get in in the next 15, 20 minutes or so. First up is Andre in the Bronx. You're on the fan with the Smooth. Hey, the Smoother. How you doing? Good, Andre. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. And I'm so glad to hear from you. And you got a good guy over there, Keith. And, you know, man, uh, happy holidays to you and the family and everything, you know? Well, uh, listen, thanks. Uh, thanks. It's nice to hear your voice, and I'm glad you're doing okay. And uh, yes, listen, sir. Th- thanks for taking the time to call. Oh, yes, sir, the smooth. When I heard you on the radio, I was like, that's the smoother. <laughs> wow. <laughs> boy, oh, boy, God is good. Hey, listen, smoother, what do you think the Yankees going to do about uh, some relief pitching? Because we, uh, we need some back-end arms. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, and and you were hurt by injuries there too. Yeah, you can never have enough pitching. That's the cliche, and that's also very true. The Yankees, uh, they could use another starter, and uh, certainly bullpen help, and then make sure uh, that uh, late in the season and getting into October, that some key people remain healthy. I think that's yeah, not, that's not necessarily an excuse but an explanation that didn't help the Yankees when uh, certain key bullpen types, you know, were lost for the season, whether it was Green, whether it was Britain. Uh, he had yeah, exactly. there. And then Loisica, not the same either. And Aaron Boone, uh, I'd like to know what both of you guys think about this guy coming back. He doesn't deserve to come back. <laughs> yeah. It, it, was a, it was a cheat, right? Before they hired Aaron Boone, right, they had to – they had a guy for the Yankees that was a bitch coach for Joe Girardi, I believe, and they interviewed him twice. I forget his name, but I think he will be the guy to be the next Yankee coach if they give him a chance. He's a Spanish gentleman, and I forget his name, but they interviewed him twice, and then they gave Tony him to Aaron Paul. Yeah, Tony uh-huh. Pena, I think he's, uh, he's referring to. Uh, no, yeah. uh, Boone, uh, 
just uh, sometimes you listen to him uh, during the post game, and you get the impression that he's talking about a game uh, that uh, you did not see. I can't listen to another Boone post game. I was saying that after the 2021 season. Yeah. We, we know we know that he's going to finish out his contract. We know that he's an extension of Cashman and what they want to do. And uh, we talked a lot about. Rob Thompson, who was with the Yankees from like 2008 to 2000, and he was with them for like a decade, and he interviewed for that same position, but they chose Boone because he came out of the media, and they want a guy that's going to be good with the media and listen yeah. to what they want to do. Yeah, he doesn't hold his team accountable, and and all Yankee fans, all baseball fans, can see through that. All he has to do is say, "We stunk. We didn't have it today. That's it." We were awful today. We'll try to be better tomorrow. But to make excuses day in and day out, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. and defensively, you know, Carter uh, Falefa, uh, you know, let the team down, lost a starting job, and uh, he had, uh, took all day, you know, to move uh, Torres over to second base. Rizzo, you uh, is a terrific first baseman. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but uh, sure. as Keith mentioned before, if you don't have uh, LeMayhew is a good table setter, drives in runs even, uh, good defender, no matter where you play him at third base. you got to get rid of uh, Donaldson and Hicks. Uh, you know, uh, you just have to get rid of them. They're terrible. They're done. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, hey, Keith, I look forward to meeting you at spring training in Florida because me and my bunch of friends were driving down to spring training uh, in 2023. So uh, hopefully you'll be there and, and I'll get a chance to meet you, Keith, because you're definitely an up-and-coming star. Matter of fact, you are the new star, okay? Thank you, Andre. I'll be down there, so, you know, call in or, or hit me online and let me know when you're going, and we'll try and coordinate. I'm definitely going to spring training. I'll probably be down there for oh, yeah. a week. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to. Me and a couple of friends, we're going to drive down, and we're going we're gonna to have some fun. We're going to hang out in Tampa for a little while, and, you know, we're going to see what they look like because uh, – I'm always going to be Yankee, man, always. And, you know, we just got to do a little better, man. We did good this year. You know, I am not a sore loser. It's just that Houston was a better team, and, you know, that's it. So, you know, we got to go forward, and we're going to be all right in the future because we're the Yankees, and we got to be all right, right? Right. Thanks for the call, Andre. Let's move this on, but I want to add to that, talking about the bullpen, Chapman quit on the team. Chapman's money will come off the books. Zach Britton is another one who just – they tried to bring him back at the end of the year. They DFA'd Miguel Andujar to bring him back and see what he had. He didn't have it. The guy – you know, he came back from Tommy John. He did not have it. Scott Efros is a guy that I think is getting Tommy John now or needs Tommy John, who they traded for at the deadline, and they expected him to get big outs in October. He wasn't there. Yeah. Michael King. Michael King was the biggest loss in the entire season. As soon as he went down – I just knew. I'm like, I saw him getting big outs in October. Without that guy, the Yankees won't be the same. They lost Chad Green, and uh, they were really just, you know, trying to figure it out at the end of the season where you saw them pitching uh, Clark Schmidt. You saw them going to Clark Schmidt as if Clark Schmidt was a guy with any postseason experience who who had been there before. He hadn't. He was being stretched out in Triple A this season to be a starter. And and Boone, uh, what Boone should have done after that game, we went to Schmidt. Instead of Clay Holmes, and how, I mean, how embarrassing was Clay Holmes saying, "No, I was ready to pitch," and here you had Boone saying, "No, uh, we didn't think he was," and uh, I mean, just you know, all Boone had to say was, uh, "We had Clay Holmes. I didn't use him. I should have right. made a mistake, and then he would have uh, uh, really uh, won some brownie points with fans." But of course, he uh, you know just danced around the issue, mm-hmm. and uh, you know and. Uh, deflected any kind of responsibility or accountability for making a bad decision. Exactly. Somebody's not telling the truth, and there seemed to just be this disconnect with the Yankees late in the season. Oh, Harrison Bader doesn't know he's leading off. Oh, well, he should know. Oh, well, he doesn't know. And, (laughs) you know, all these different things that show you why the Yankees unraveled late. Let's go to the next caller. Anthony is in Trumbull on the fan. What's up, Ant? Hey, Keith, listen, before I get to Steve, and I, I, I think you deserve a lot of credit. You know, i got to be honest with you. You're always honest with your callers. Um, I was one of those people that was like, oh, God, what are we going to get from this new guy taking over for Steve? And i got to tell you, 
you're awesome. And I, and I mean that sincerely. I, I look forward to the time I turn on the radio and you're on. So your honesty, just in your knowledge about the Yankees and your willingness to learn, you know, hockey, I give you a lot of credit. You're doing an amazing job. So, so absolutely keep it up. Thank Seriously. you. I appreciate yeah, it. And um, I was hearing the same thing at uh, the Memorial Mass for McGurk the other day. <laughs> so uh, I think what Anthony is saying is uh, the voice of uh, an awful lot of listeners that you have and getting new ones every day absolutely so steve i i, I just uh I, I i kind of i don't know I, I almost sound like i'm getting emotional but i want to thank you because i'm 44 years old and um you were really a part of my childhood you were a part of growing up for me um you know when i was in high school and even before high school i used to fall asleep every night i used to get on flight 66 overnight you know um to Imus in the morning, and, and I, I to this day, I still remember you'd always say, you know, Eddie Scazzeri on the other side. The Eddie Scazzeri? <laughs> no, Ed Scissorhands. Who do you think I'm talking? Ed Theo. Eddie Jackman. No, who do you think we're talking? Bottom line is that it was a two-way street. You yeah. were there for me. So yeah. that's how I always looked at it, uh, because... You know, um, uh, having a program that people wanted to listen to and be a part of is a fragile thing. And uh, and people from day to day can have different feelings and opinions about what you do and how you go about doing it. So the bottom line is, you were there for me. It was, well, we... And I said this all the time, it was a two-way street uh, with callers and myself, that's for sure. Yeah, I, th- I thank you for that, and it's. Uh, I feel like this is a, a pretty cool time to talk to you for the first time, you know, you and Keith at the same time. So, listen, I know there are a lot of people waiting. I, I'm very thankful to get through. If, because I'm a diehard Jet fan, I've had season tickets since 1996, since I was in high school. Um, if the fearless forecaster were to show up tonight and he were to forecast a prediction for Sunday's Jets game, yes, and, what do you think he'd say? Yes, and four. The New England Patriots, that's a loss. Oh, you're the best, Steve. <laughs> Keith, keep up the amazing work. Uh, two of you, absolutely amazing. Listen, we got one legend following the other. Thank you, gentlemen. Awesome. Thanks for the call, Anthony. Let's see if we can get two more calls in before we got to go to the break and the update. Dave is in Maplewood, New Jersey on the fan. Hey, Keith. I, first of all, I love this combination, you know. That guy's forty four. I'm fifty three. So so schmooze. I grew up listening to you. Uh, thanks. You know you you were the most entertaining guy in the station then. Even though you know you were more of a Mets voice, Keith, you've been the the voice of the the Yankee fan since this whole debacle's happening. You know I tune in as much as I can because it's like you're you're channeling what we're thinking. And you know I I could talk about the Yankees forever, but but you know. You know, they're they're writing a ton of stuff right now, and I think because there's a void of information. Nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> right. So I take that, you know, I take everything you read with a grain of salt, but if we really want to know if the Yankees are going to bring Judge back, the question for me is, are they talking to him in this, this window of exclusivity they have when nobody else can? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have, well, I think, uh, and Keith can correct me, and maybe you too, uh, I think they have uh, 10 days to two weeks right after the World Series is over, where it's just the Yankees uh, negotiating with uh, with Judge. And then I think, am I right about that, uh, Keith? I think, I think there is a, you know, a, a, a special period there right after the World Series for, it's either 10 days or two weeks, I think maybe closer to two weeks, where the Yankees, uh, but that doesn't mean that other teams uh, using back channels, I mean, Major right, League right. Baseball is not going to know if the Dodgers are getting in touch with his representatives. Uh, right. they, I mean, there's a lot of that that goes on. But the Yankees would have exclusive rights to talk to him and his reps right after the World Series, and then everybody else would be involved. I think I have that right. It's. I think it's five days well, um, from what I'm seeing online. Days. But if you add in the time from when the Yankees were swept, all yep. the way through however long the World Series is, and another five days, they're going to have about two weeks and some change. Yeah, that That's yeah, only and, them. And who's to say at the end of September that uh, his agent, his uh, agency, 
you know, wasn't talking to some other teams. We don't know. And uh, Major League Baseball isn't tapping any phones. They're not Hmm. the FBI. So I'm just saying already that uh, that I'm sure there's been some conversation already. George may have tapped some phones. But, but, um, (laughs) you know, one thing. You know, I think I know Keith. We've talked about this before. I mean, I would. They need to sign Judge, but as long as Cashman's back, I don't think anything's going to change because it's. Yeah, we might not have as much talent, but it's the organizational philosophy that's mm-hmm. the problem. If you watch any of these teams that are left, the Phillies, you know, the the Astros, the, the Indians, th- those guys were battling every single at bat. You know, not giving up easy strikeouts. And the Yankees' philosophy is strikeout, home run, or strikeout. They don't care, home run or nothing. It doesn't work in October. Yeah, and I don't oh, think you're right. Let me ask you both. Are you both confident that Brian Cashman can make the changes needed uh, to get the Yankees to the next level? No. Cashman thinks he's smarter than everybody. That's the problem. Yep. You know, just... he had – the Yankees gave him a blueprint for success. Gene Michael and Bob Watson gave him the blueprint. And instead of just saying, yeah, I'm going to keep what they're doing what they did, you know, I, I'm smarter than everybody else. So I'm going to bring in this new, highly analytical philosophy that's going to be great, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think the Yankees, and when I say the Yankees, they follow Brian Cashman as the general manager, who thinks he's the smartest guy in the room, and you know he's looking around the league and he's trying to adopt new strategies. And a couple of nights ago, I, I, I echoed what Joel Sherman said. He said the Yankees' superpower used to be that they would just spend that they had more money than other teams, yep. and they went away from that. Use your superpower and the analytics. Yeah, well, Absolutely. you know, he's concerned about, uh, Steinbrenner is concerned about the luxury tax, and he ought to be concerned about winning and what it takes uh, to not only hold on to but go out and get major stars who can produce and have produced. Um, you know, uh, they never went after Seager. The Yankees didn't go after Seager. Uh, but I, I, they didn't have to go after, they didn't go after Correa. They I mean, went they after IKF. There's out there that could have helped them now. Uh, but uh, you did, they didn't want to give up, uh, the Yankees didn't want to give up prospects. And if some of those prospects come through for the Yankees, then I guess you might say uh, it's worth it. Maybe. Dave, thanks for the call. Let's go to Brian and Glenn Cove. Last call with the smooths. Hey, Steve, my friend. I never got to say a proper goodbye to you that day when you retired from FAN. I miss you. You know, I love you. All those great times and nights. I, I'm so glad. I'm glad to hear you're back on tonight. And I just, you know, to talk about the ranges. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know, as I said to Anthony, you know, you were there for me, so I have to thank uh, you as well. But it was a lot of fun. There's no question about it, and I do miss it. There's no question about it. But, you know, this is the nature of all businesses where you move forward with new people and fresh ideas. And, and I'm going to start listening to our friend here. You know, he sounds real intelligent, real good. The opposite of you, in a sense. Stop. But we're all kidding aside. <laughs> but, but all kidding aside, real quick, guys. You know, I want to mention one thing. I know Steve's more of a Jeff fan than a Giants fan. We could talk Rangers a whole nother night. But you know what impressed me most about the Giants? The first game... I said to myself, we finally got a coach. When he went for it to go for the win and not the layup tie that everyone would do in the fourth quarter, kick the extra point, no matter what would have happened, I felt at that moment, guys, we finally had a coach, yeah. someone like Parcells. Yeah, and you do. Yeah, yeah. That the coaching staff is terrific and yeah, uh, shows in their record. I, I'd like to see them in my football pool that I'm in, I've got the Giants uh, beating uh, with the Giants with the, what is it, three and a half I got uh, with uh, Seattle. So, uh, but Geno Smith is like uh, making all these headlines. Uh, It makes you want, it makes you want to, like you had too much to eat at the Jewish restaurant, like come up with all that. It's hard to (laughs) One thing, Steve, can we one day somehow get to Peter Lugas where they cut the meat for you? Well, uh, well, uh, why not? I mean, sure, uh, but uh, to get it to from where you would be getting it to where I would be eating it 
would be uh, maybe a little bit logistically a problem, but the thought is there, and that means a lot. I, I would love to take you out, and even Keith will take Keith along for some good steak. In the and and Keith will pay, pay the bill. Yeah, of course. I heard he got a raise over what you used to make. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I'll see you guys in, in, in Brooklyn, Peter Luger's. Yeah, thanks for the call, Brian. They cut your meat for you. See, I don't like that. Uh, Peter Lugas is great. You're getting prime beef, but they cut the meat. It's uh, more fun to cut your own steak. Yeah, and then when I mean, where else they do that? Fogo de Chao. uh, A little little different, but yeah, I've I've been before, and and I definitely didn't get a raise over what you were making, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll tell you this: for a long time. At the very beginning, I would have paid them uh, for the opportunity uh, to work at a radio station that had vision and ideas. Got off to a slow start, but once it found its audience and once the audience found WFAN, it became what it was and still is, number one sports station in the country. So the bottom line is it was an honor being there. And again, I mean, uh, you can't do it. Without the, the callers and the listeners, and uh, you want to be good, and I think you want to be lucky too, and I think I was both. Hey, I, I, I echo that. I say the same. WFAN is a, a family, a fraternity. There's a long history of great people that have been on the air and behind the scenes, and uh, I'm glad to be a part of it and, and help carry the torch and keep it going. Like I said earlier, you and I are forever linked, and I can just, you know, thank you a hundred times like I have over this year, but thanks again. For joining me and just always being solid and gracious and being who you are. Well, and I could say the same to you, too. Uh, I want to thank you for having me on. Uh, that is uh, not something that is very common. Uh, but the bottom line is uh, it's been a pleasure uh, being on your program. And uh, the fact that you've had me on has been uh, terrific. You've made my night. Certainly watching Houston and uh Philadelphia does not make my night. <laughs> but uh, the bottom line, and Tucker with two home runs already as we speak. Tie game now. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Is a 5 5? Mm hmm. Fighting well, Phil. Well, how about that for uh, Kate Upton's boyfriend? Uh, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, uh, and Aaron Nola obviously not having a, his best night either. But thanks so much for having me on and listen to me closely here. Always, always. The very best with you and your personal life and with your radio program. And thanks again for having me on. Thank you, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Captain Midnight, the schmoozer, Steve Summers. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.